Yo, yo, yo. Hey, yo, boys. Here What's we are. cracking, lads? Bro, I'm feeling fucking great vibes right now. Vibey, I have a feeling vibey. this fucking podcast is going to be our best one yet. Yo, banging, dog. Bro, episode 23. What's cracking, everyone? Episode, I thought it was 22, so I'm glad it might be 20. First. It might be 22. I can't. It's 23. It's 23 for sure. I, I can see it on my notes. <laughs> Bro, I want to start the podcast here with a really fucking good idea. With a bang? With a bang. With a bang? Yeah, fucking bat harder like than- Like Afghanistan or different? <laughs> like like <in> Mir Khalifa. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, okay, here's an idea I thought of the other day while watching YouTube. Hit me, dog. I really, have you ever had that feeling where you want to watch something different than what you usually watch? Like, you know, you have your recommendations. So like sometimes you're like, I, it's been hentai for a while now, <laughs> so let's like- you know what I mean? Let's try some blacks.com. Oh yeah, I mean? bro, all the time on porn. But on YouTube especially, like, you know, you see the shit that you always get recommended and you're like, I just want to watch something different. Yeah, I feel you. Here's a fucking phenomenal idea for YouTube. You should have an option to allow you to open a session. So you open a new session and that, and then you can sort of give it a genre that you feel like watching or you can watch something that you don't usually watch and it be excluded then from your normal recommendations. Ooh, I actually like that. So you, you press start a session at the top and then you can say, okay, I want to listen to classical music, which I don't usually listen to. And I don't want to get recommended this later because right now I'm in a classical music vibe or I feel like watching anime on YouTube. I yeah. don't usually like anime, but I feel like watching it now. Please don't recommend me this later. Or if you could just have a thing which said like, I want to get recommended something that's not recommended to me. Yes. Just start a fresh session. Yeah. Just give me give me what, if I just opened it on incognito, but then I would not have ad block. Do you know what it is? It's like back in the day, the homepage was not stuff catered to you. It was exactly. just like, like making on the homepage is a big deal. Yep. You know and here's mean? another fucking phenomenal idea for both Pornhub and YouTube. Because what when you normally refresh the page, it's half the time it's the same shit. Like the yeah. first four, there should, be a, there should be a refresh button. And you press refresh and for a second it loads and it just thinks and it thinks and it thinks and it gives you a brand new front page. Yeah, I vibe with that. Bro. 100. I'm telling you, YouTube, give us some fucking cut of that idea. Give us some cut. Yo, I mean, talking about great ideas, maybe this can be the fucking thesis statement of this episode. Great yeah. ideas, right? So, you know, gambling in Australia, we love a good gamble. We love yeah. a punt. You know what I mean? <laughs> everyone's, everyone's gambling. You, know, slaps. you can gamble now on the weather. You can probably uh, gamble on like a child's uh, gender that they're born with. What I want to know is what if, you know, the sports bet tab, fucking Neds, any of those lads, what if they open up a new betting system, which was who will be in charge in Afghanistan in a year's oh, time? Will it still shit. be the Taliban? Will Joe Biden fucking run it back, dog? Will a new uh, rebel force take over? Ooh, who are you thinking? Who the you milk thinking? bucket of Ghanis. Yeah, that'd be oh. sick, bro. Shout out to the lads. <laughs> What if the cartel decided we wouldn't mind a piece of land? They got a lot of opium in Afghanistan. You know what I mean? Yeah, bro. They're like one of the biggest supplies in the world. Well, actually. Apparently, yeah. That's You know, they're fucking so I got all my facts off other podcasts, so I could be drastically wrong and maybe they have no opium, <laughs> but that's what I've heard. <laughs> well, I don't think anyone's going to fucking use us in their capstone project for a fucking they PhD. Might, that's the thing. They're I mean, we're intellectuals <laughs> at the end of the day. We're intellectuals. You know Oi, what I'm saying? That's what we do, bro. You know what's fucking hilarious? Yeah. So by the way, if you guys don't know, we've got a Discord, link in the bio. I was chilling with some of the boys on fucking Discord. We had a fucking sick chat. We had 11 people in the chat. Yo. And um, so we were, I was talking with maybe six or seven people. Um, it was probably 1 a.m. or something like that. Shout out Toto. I know he was there. Young Tomo, I think he was there as well. Um, Fantis, he was there as well. Anyway, so we were chatting and, I, and I, was, I brought up the fact that I had a degree. I don't know how it came up. I was like, oh yeah, when I was in uni, this and this happened. I know how it was. It's like back in my day when I was, an educated lad, sophisticated, <laughs> lived on campus. Oh, oh, yeah. I was like, when what I was in, yeah, when I was in uni, I fucking hated doing this and this. And then everyone was like, wait, wait, what? 
you you went to uni? (laughs) (laughs) This is the sound of an educated man. Yeah. Oh, the same man, man that said uh, watching Tentacle Hentai was completely fine and not a problem. <laughs> oh, I fucking like tentacle shit. I know you blue, bro. It's a problem when we go to the aquarium fucking whirlpool <laughs> and you start jerking <laughs> off the octopuses, dog. Far out, man. Um, here's a- I'm right, a Okay, quick question. Yeah, yeah. Whirlpools. Whirl, uh, the whirlpool, when I mean that, I mean the rock pool in the aquarium where you can like reach your hand in you and like, touch the forums? animals. Whirlpool forums? They're pretty good as well. <laughs> Meat spin, useless. that kind of stuff. That's a whirlpool. <laughs> no, uh, if you put your hand in, right- because there's like sometimes sharks, there's rays, you know what I mean? If you in put rock. your pools, well, they're, they're like rock pools. So, but they're yeah, like, yeah. they're made so you can reach your hand and like touch the animals and stuff like that, I think. Okay. Maybe you're not meant to touch them, but I think you are allowed to. If you touched a shark, right? Because you can do that. They can be like these mini kind of Port Jackson sharks, which are like the ones that kind of lay on the ground rather than like always swim. Yeah. If you touch it and it bites you, are you allowed to punch it ethically? Absolutely. I think so, right? Absolutely. Surely. And I don't if think it gives anyone- you a little nibble and you just fucking- you know what I mean? I think that all of that shit, like when it comes to sharks, at the end of the day, especially if it's in wild, if it's in the wild, it's <laughs> if it's in the wild, like if it's it's one thing. If it's in fucking Thailand and drugged up, and you can take a photo with it, shout out my fucking DP from 2015. If that's one thing, if you're in fucking nature. Don't take any chances. That's the kind of guy's like, oh yeah, so if a great white shark comes, no, I'd swim to the side and then just punch it in the nose, and he would run off crying. Thumb in the eye. Thumb in the eye. Yes. <laughs> ass first, eye second. Yeah, bro. But ass first. See if it's like to, if it wants to play. You know what I mean? If it's down for a little game. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. bro. That's the sh- that shit is always so fucking scary. Like you see those TikToks where like a scuba diver is just walking oh, and then, then he looks away for a second and a fucking shark swims over him. Yeah, bro. I literally saw one. And uh, so the way uh, the way like diving and scuba diving works a lot of the times, so especially if you go like spear fishing, is you'll have like a buoy or a buoy. You Americans call it, but a buoy. The buoy? rest, yeah, we've already discussed Jesus this. I remember. Christ. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so a buoy. Uh, so the little floaty thing with a rope that goes down and it kind of is like a way that you can like track where your where your shit is and like where you are in relation to the water, right? Absolutely. And so this guy, he was diving down. He was actually uh, uh, scuba diving. That's the one with, yeah, scuba diving. The one with the oxygen. Yep. Not snorkeling. So That's scuba diving, yeah. Man was scuba diving and he was going down to this crab trap, which like this was this big metal thing. I don't exactly know how it works, but he was just picking up like traps and stuff. He had a spear fish. He shot a couple of fish, chucked it in his bag. Yep. And he was going up the fucking rope and he had to stop for a second to, uh, I think it's called depressurize, which is where you get rid yeah. of all the pressure out of it. So you don't die of- uh, Yeah, as, you go, as you go sickness. lower and lower, the pressure gets higher and higher yeah, from exactly. all the water on top of you. What's the thing you could die from? Um, too much pressure. <laughs> oh, sorry. Is you, that the scientific term? You no, know, you die from a change of pressure. Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah, it's when you go from the bottom to the top or from the top is? to the bottom. I think you can get like a bubble of air in your bloodstream or something like that, which can give you like a heart attack or some shit like that. Okay. I think it's called pressure sickness. Anyway, yep. he has to stop and there's a period of time you have to do it. I don't actually know how you, t- I haven't done my paddy course yet, but he stops this fucking monster of a great white. Not like one of those long thin ones. One of those big ass bitches just fucking swims underneath him with like a school of those little sucker fishes that always hang around fucking great white sharks. Yeah, yeah. Just cruises by him like maybe two meters underneath his feet and just fucks off. And he's just like, oh my God. The scary so- thing about that is that you can't just swim, you can't just swim up. You have to sit there and you yeah. have to go up. To, I think it's three meters at a time. Yeah, yeah, three yeah. meters at a time, and you got to sit there for another two minutes, and then go up another three minute, three meters, and then stay there for two minutes, depressurize, and keep on going up. Bro, one hundred percent. It's so, I, and you start thinking in your head like, all right, I have a spear gun. If it's 
like just dives at me. I'm going to use the spear gun to like stab into it and try and push myself to the side. And then like push comes to shove. Underlay, underlay. All the tactics go away. Yeah, and exactly. Fucking, it is what it is. You shit your pants and you get eaten by a shark. Bro, did you, you hear- shitting your pants is a good strategy? Because then you're less appealing to the shark. Yeah, because you just smell like shit. What if you do the monkey strap where you throw it at it? <laughs> Can you throw it in the water? Though? I don't know, bro. Oi, um, this is what I was thinking. Yeah. Have you watched or have you heard about that incident where someone off the coast of, I think it was Nigeria, um, there was a, a shipwreck. And you know when the boat capsizes, so it's in the middle of the sea, it was like in the bottom of the sea. There Does can Nigeria be, have a coastline? Oh yeah, because it's on the water. It's right on the edge. It's on yes, the corner. Yes, you're right. I was thinking of the river system goes through. Anyway, you can yeah, yeah. There. So it had sunk to the bottom, but you know how if a boat sinks down, an air bubble can be trapped, and you can actually breathe underwater. Wait, what? Absolutely. Really? Yeah, it's the way that people walk underwater with a bowl in their head. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, but I didn't know if it could just be caught in there and you just walk in and suddenly you're fucking breathing. You can. Absolutely, you can. It's it's phenomenal when you watch it. Like you, you don't understand how it works, but it works. But you can't breathe forever with the fucking bowl on your whatever, head. Whatever oxygen is there. Yeah, exactly. So you can have a, like a hose, obviously a bigger hose, not a garden hose. Yeah. But you can have a hose that connects it to that and you can breathe there forever. Sure. And it'll automatically repressure because it's connected to the, to the outside world. Yeah. But essentially this guy had this capsized boat and he was stuck there for a week. And he was able to breathe from that, because it was such a big boat. He was able to breathe there for, I think, a week. And then when he finally got rescued by scuba divers, it took them, I think, eight hours to get him back to the sh- to the shore. And there was it was complete pitch darkness because he was underwater, I think, thirty meters. Jesus. And yeah, it took him. It took them eight hours to be able to repressurize him back to the normal. Imagine how scary that would be after finally being rescued a week later. And then someone fucking saying, okay, we, it's going to take eight hours to get you back to shore. Otherwise your head will explode. Bro, it's like, uh, remember in the Thailand where that uh, cave collapsed mm-hmm. um, and there was a soccer team down there. Yep. And remember that like everyone knew that they were down there, but there was a period of time where they didn't even know if they were going to be out again. Like mm-hmm. imagine that. Imagine the whole they world- They don't know that we're there. That they don't know that we're looking for them. But imagine if they did, right? Imagine if we kind of found them, but we couldn't get them out safely. And you're sat down there thinking like, fuck, am I going to die even though the whole world knows and they're trying to save me? It's fucking scary. Do you know bro. what I mean? Like that shit's fucked, bro. It's really scary and it's and it really makes you realize and, and, and makes you realize how much faith you need to have in the human race because of how quickly and how hard the, the earth can put together its resource to, to fix a problem like COVID. Who knew that in two years, like if COVID happened in the 1800s, it would be Black Plague. It's yeah. that simple. It would just be well, people would just die. The Black Plague was more deadly, I think. Yeah, sure. Like it killed sure. people quickly. Yeah, but yeah. but they didn't have the technology. They didn't, and also, I don't think it's just technology. I think they didn't have interconnectedness so that the whole world could put their combined brain power and combined resources together to fix a problem. Yeah. No internet, no telecommunications, no nothing. There was also a lot more religion, uh, like blocking, infused with yeah. science back yeah. then. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh no, no, if we pray hard enough, we're not all gonna die. Yeah. Can you imagine that? I think it came into Italy first. Uh, or may- yeah, maybe they spoke about it first, but it was a fucking ship that sailed into a port with people dying. And the Black Plague was really fucking aggressive with how it looked there. You have all these, I forget what they're called. They're like these little, maybe cysty kind of things. It's from like rats, right? pus. No, it's from the, the fleas on the rats. Oh, okay. Yeah, I watched a fucking video about it. It's pretty interesting. Bro, but like, it's it's crazy to think you have these little kind of like blisters, kind of pussy shit all over your fucking thing. And it's just a ship floating in. It's like a, like no wonder there's so much. Um, Imagine if those people were just not selfish and just decided to be like, we're fucked. 
we're going to die and then no one else will. Yeah, but humans are innately selfish. Yeah. And that's like, why we became so great. Exactly. That's how we survived yeah. any stage of our existence. Exactly. Because we were like, we don't want to fucking have to hunt. How can we develop a system that means we can just sit at home and fucking, and the animals will reproduce for themselves. And that's how horny culture came out, which is horticulture, not horny culture. <laughs> I was like, what is horny horticulture? Culture? Horticulture. He's talking horticulture, about, like talking about guys, we fucked the podcast. What do you mean? Who <laughs> uh, <laughs> <fucking laughs> call it daddy? What? <laughs> that's horticulture, right? <laughs> Hot girl summer, baby. Oh my Fuck God. Fucking hell. Oh yeah, I was thinking something the other day. This is very controversial. <laughs> so that? we're going to do a quick pause just in case we need to cut it out. All right. All right. So <laughs> this, this is a controversial- And we're going to keep the pause if we don't cut it yeah. out. <laughs> okay. So here's, here's what I was thinking. Yeah. So obviously if you have a girlfriend and if she gets drugged in a club or whatever, and then some guy takes advantage of her, you're, you're probably not going to think that she cheated on her, on you, right? Right. You're probably going to be like, all right, I'm going to be empathetic. I'm going to fuck it. We're going to work through this together and maybe maybe she needs some therapy or something, but we're going to work through it together and, and I'm going to be on her side. Sure. My question is, okay. at, at what drug will you stop forgiving her? Like if someone just gives her a joint and she smokes it and then she cheats on you, I don't know. Oh, you're not I, drugged then. That's yeah, cat. I know. I'm not going to take her side. If it's GHB, yeah, I'm taking her side. But I also drug- think it's like, what, what does that mean? Because like I-, I completely believe that a girl can get too drunk on alcohol and she can't properly give consent. Mm-hmm. I 100% believe that. But if you're talking about like- Agree, totally agree. Like there's a difference between someone physically forcing versus someone not physically forcing and someone just being too drunk to actually give like appropriate consent, if you get what I'm saying. I get what you're saying. Like if your girl goes out and gets really drunk and sucks some guy off, her getting really drunk doesn't change the fact that she sucked his dick. Yeah. Him yeah. pushing her in a car and her being so disoriented, she that's yeah. a whole different thing. Yeah. And I like, is that, con- I don't know, is that controversial? I, I, th- I was worried it was going to become controversial, but, but my thought was, you know, what drug would you no longer forgive her? Like, if, if someone, oh man, it's like, and the thing is, what if she voluntarily took the drug? Knowing that it, like, obviously, if she gave, if someone gave her a gin and tonic and it happened to have GHB in it, obviously, she didn't know that it was going to be GHB. Yeah, that's in roofy it. though. Yeah. That's but if, if someone said, here's some pills. Do you want them? And she, she was like, yeah, sure. And, and um, the pills effect, and it was, a, it was a real pill. Like it was, it was the right drug that he offered her, but she, she didn't realize the effect would be that crazy. And then she hooked up with another guy. I think the issue is what, like, was she, did she get, I guess this is the real question. Cause let's take away like actual sexual, as a sexual assault rape kind of shit. Cause like, that's a different situation. Yeah. But there is a difference between getting alcohol given to you, you getting really drunk, the guy getting really drunk and you guys having drunk consensual sex. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, maybe it's not consensual. I don't know the logistics behind it, but if, it's such a if both idea. of you are absolutely obliterated and you fuck, I don't, is it that- It's no hard to say that it was consensual. Cause but how, if, how, everyone, if everyone is drunk, you mean? Yeah, everyone's, all they're all the same level of drunk. They're all just fucking blind drunk. It's, and some it's shit such a gray area. Yes. Yeah. I, mean, I think society tends to take the woman's side. I know, for a fair enough reason, given the last two thousand years of humanity. But it, it, is that fair enough reason? It, I, just because of the context of typically men oppressing women. Yeah, I know, but the sins of your the sins of the forefathers don't equate to the sins of the current. Yeah, absolutely. Meaning, like, I, I get if if like she's saying like, no, he did this. He was sober. That like that's obviously because I've seen we've seen people who try like. I guess I haven't actually seen it in place, but you've heard about people trying to get other people drunk and like 
most guys, uh, there's this whole culture that people think that like guys sitting around saying like, ah, oh, that was a good one when you fucked that drunk chick. It's Absolutely like, not. me and all my mates, if we saw a fucking guy trying to walk a stumbly blind drunk girl down a road and he would, he looked like, you know, he's, you know, on, he's doing it on purpose. Yeah. That's the kind of guy you throw in a fucking bin. Like yeah. you do not, uh, most guys do not, cause most guys have, you know, everyone has mother, everyone has, some people have sisters, people have friends or girls. Like no one wants to see people get like fucked over. I guess the, the gray area comes when, if you're both completely drunk, like how does that, you know, cause saying that immediately that's non-consensual does kind of take away autonomy from your girl. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it makes it, it makes them seem like they're less in control, which is just, it's kind of almost going against the feminist movement, isn't it? Cause it's yeah, like- Yeah, yeah. And, and the other question I was gonna lead to as well that, that we just kind of got touched based on was what are your thoughts? So, okay, so here's a, here's a more rookie question. We'll get to the, what I was sure, gonna ask sure, you sure, before. Sure. Do you think it's necessarily cheating if your girl is getting free drinks from guys at a club and just, to, just taking them? Like, I don't give a fuck. Okay, but what about drugs? Uh. It's no, I don't, it's not cheating obviously, but like, it's stupid. Yeah, it's irresponsible. It's like, yeah. firstly, drugs are dangerous as fuck. Well, from the I, like, I you don't always, know if it's, if it's what you're, what you're Yeah, doing. exactly. But like, I don't have that mentality. Like some people have a mentality where it's like, if you're dating a girl and she goes and does stuff, you have, like, you have to be like worried because what if she does something? And I, like, my mentality has always been like, if she does something, she's fucking ho, bruv. At least you know now, you know yeah. what I mean? But with drinks- if you if you're at the bar and you see the bartender pouring it, then you're probably fine. But with yeah. the drug, as a guy, there's no like, unless the person is like a gay guy and he's trying to take advantage of you. Okay, sure. Well, what are the odds of that? So most of the time, there's no motive for them to give you like to lie about the drug that they're giving you. But with a hot girl, I mean, Cardi B rapped about fucking drugging guys and taking them back to their hotel and robbing them. Fair. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. But like, getting robbed is a lot better than getting like sexually assaulted. Yeah, of course. I'll take getting robbed a thousand. No, times. I. The reason why I. The reason why I made that caveat is that like, the idea that like, oh no, well, what if what if you take a drug and you cheat on me? I don't believe that's like a real thing. It's like if you take a drug and you cheat on you, you cheated on him. It's not the drug that a drug doesn't make you suck a guy's dick. I'm sorry. Like <laughs> I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that. You know what I mean? Like, sue me, dog. So, but like, I think it's more just stupid. Like, why are you risking? Especially because I think a lot of times, I don't know, girl, girls tend to be smaller stature. You know what I mean? Maybe like less heavy. On average, stuff. yeah, on average. On average. Yeah. And like significantly on average. Yeah. It's not like it's what a is small it, like medium. Five, four inches shorter? Bro, it's like five, four is the average girl's height. You know what I mean? Yeah. And well, like, is it five, four? I thought it was five, five. Maybe it's between the two or something like that. I've seen, yeah. I've seen both. But either way, like the reality is, drugs are probably going to affect you strong, like more intensely than a guy. Like on for most, uh, yeah, on average, I would gander. There are definitely going to be women who are fucking tough cunts with that, and there are going to be blokes who can't handle anything. Yeah. But like, you are taking a bigger risk when you're taking this shit, and there is the whole and sexual there's motive, there's exactly, motive yeah. for them to to fuck to lie to you. Yeah. More than there is normal. Person. It's also like. Buying a drink, I think is one of those like kind of harmless things where it doesn't usually work. If you buy a drink and a girl sleeps with you, it wasn't the drink that did it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas like giving a girl drugs, that's so much more forward, I think. Just to clarify what I meant, you can obviously get drugged, but there is a difference between a girl doing drugs with another guy and then hooking up versus a Her girl- getting drugged. Yeah, getting drugged or like 
being so far gone and the guy being in a clear state of mind and obviously taking advantage. Because obviously we have full sympathy for all girls out there experiencing that. I've, I've known plenty of girls who've gone through it and it sounds absolutely 100%. horrible. And those kind of guys are the guys that should be thrown fucking under the jail. It's d- disgraceful, that kind of shit. Absolutely. But there is plenty, like when people go out and drink and you know smoke weed or do drugs, a lot of times they do just do drugs and then have some consensual sex. And I yeah. think that is the gray area we were talking about. It is, it's really scary when you learn that your mate has been accused of assaulting a girl, sexually assaulting Fuck. a girl. It happened, it happened to me in uni where he was accused and, and he, like, his explanation was fair enough. But, I, but my, my girlfriend at the time was close mates to her. So her explanation was enough for me to stop hanging out with him. And which was fucked because he lived right now. He was literally my neighbor in dorms. And it, I, I just, even Do I know though, this guy? huh? Did I meet this guy ever? No, you never met him. Okay. But like this guy, he was a fucking great guy. We would hang out all the time. And it just, even though it was just an accusation, it was just an accusation. And it was, it was enough for me to completely stop hanging out with him. And just, I just saw him completely different. And it's, yeah. It's because like, I don't know. You don't, you don't like the, you know what I mean? When you have sisters, when you have, you know, like, um, like, female presence in your life like there is a part of you being as a guy who is somewhat protective you know what i mean because and like it's silly because you know there are plenty of fucking badass girls out there who can handle themselves and all that kind of stuff but there is part of you where you're like you know if there is some physical that shit that goes down i want to be able to protect those people i care about and like make sure they're all right but like it's it's so hard when you hear that because you're right like you hear that about someone and that could change exactly what you think about them. Well, you know another I mean? another thing is, and this is what fucking really got me. That made me. no sense, by the way, but like you get the gist I, I'm I saying. Get, no, I get your gist. And um, another thing that fucking really hits hard when you start dating girls is that it's scary. Almost every single girl that I've gotten serious, like, you know, I've gotten like really deep with like, every single girlfriend that I've had, every like girl that I've had a lot extended fling with. Yeah almost 100% of them have had, have been sexually assaulted in the past. Yeah. Or like didn't consent to something that, it ha- that happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's crazy because- it's, it's scary. Bro, it's as a guy, shocking. as a guy, a lot of this shit happens and you're like, so like, I, there's been plenty of times when I've gone out to a club and like a gay guy will slap me on the ass or something like that. And like to me, because I'm not physically threatened, yeah, I'm take just it like, like a compliment. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like, oh, I got a thick <laughs> ass. You, I, hey. did, I, I did like my shoes today. Cheers, man. <laughs> but like, as For a, a girl, that's, it's yeah, a whole, well, it's a whole other board game. Especially like, because a lot of girls do actually get, and I think this is important as guys to to like understand this. A lot of girls do get intimidated by blokes. Maybe they don't show it on the outside. Maybe they're like they've got the tough, cool girl exterior. Yeah. But a lot of the times, when you have guys walking out there who maybe they're the same height, but they're so much bigger and stronger. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And so there is this physical intimidation, and that's why it's also the freezing aspect. Like sometimes you just freeze up. Yeah. And even though you know what to do, it's it's sometimes hard to do that. And I think it's important as guys, because I've definitely, like my, when you compare the three, I'm 100% a fight. Like I, I know plenty of girls who freeze. I know people who run. I'm like, there are times when I'll watch a horror movie, right? And so I'll be like on edge and it'll be like nighttime and I'll think I hear something. And I go from being scared for one second and I'll turn into the bad guy in the video game. Like there's, there's a game, I can't remember what it's called, but like, you know, the, the games where you're like hiding in the closets and stuff like that. And the guy's patrolling around and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. in a switch turn into kick the fucking wardrobe. I'll be like, 
You're, uh, it's uh, there was a movie and it's like I'm not stuck in here with you. You're stuck in here with me. <laughs> and I'll fucking go. Like there was a time where I'm like I'm walking, opening doors. Like I hope you're in here, bro. Yeah. I'm gonna fucking kill you, bro. Like you riled yourself. Up. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I'm like, you, bro, if someone was there in that second, it'd be so bad for that person because right. I was so like, you know what I'm saying? And like I, the thing that I have to like account for is that that's not most people. Yeah, <laughs> most absolutely. people like. At Just night, they're afraid conflict, of the dark. Yeah, avoid com- uh, conflict, avoid yeah, making a scene. Yeah. I'm very comfortable in that kind of like chaotic environment. And so I think as as blokes and as, you know, girls, this isn't just like a lecture to blokes, but like, it is just important to like, it's like when you're playing, uh, if yeah, you've got no, a little totally brother, agree, totally you have agree. to understand your strength because you might not think you're punching him in the arm hard, but you know, he's got a bruise the next week. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And so um, it is, you know, important to take care of, make sure you look after the girls in your life and stuff because- a lot of them will have stories when they get older and like you want to do your best to make sure you can and not shelter you know what i mean like women are strong people and stuff like that but like you do you, you hear too many girls in today's society who tell these stories and it's like it's really fucked yeah you know I mean, you grow up you're 18 you're hearing really ben shapiro sad. say well actually um the statistics show you it's actually uh, one in six thousand and then you so start sure. actually talking yeah, to girls and it's and fucking 100 so much and like, this, this is a sad thing because obviously not 100 of men are raping it's it's not 100 it's, it's a very very small majority of men are doing it a lot yeah we we spoke about this i don't know if we spoke about this on the pod or just like privately but it's like there could be one guy one creepy guy in the club who gives 30 girls that night a story exactly which is fucked bro that fuck i, I want to change topic here i change yeah change. La- last thing i'll say just is yeah. like if you've got a girl in your life you know whether it be a sister or a, a mom a friend something like that who tells a story don't just dismiss them, no matter who it's about. Yeah. Maybe it's about your best mate. It's very like, hard to dismiss anyway. I know. I think a lot of people do it. That's the thing. Changing tactics, <laughs> well, but not not completely. I yeah, still yeah, want to yeah, talk yeah. about girls for a bit. But I mean, on a positive note, on a one hundred percent consensual note. Now that you, we've fulfilled our feminist obligations, yeah. tits or ass, what do you think? <laughs> no. So, so what are your thoughts on open relationships? I don't know. Yeah, I think like at the end of the day, nothing's no one thing is going to work for every person. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Because I had, I've had, I've been in an open relationship before. You know well, this. I'll, I'll explain the story, and you already know it. Okay. Um, I don't want to get into details about her, sure. of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, but essentially, what the story was is that you know I'm I'm always a big fan of setting clear boundaries. So sure. as soon as we got in a relationship, I think I that's t- important. Yeah, yeah, I told her, "Hey, I want you to be my girlfriend." Do you want that too? And she was like, hell yeah. Like that's exactly what I've been thinking for the last few weeks. I was like, but I also want to fuck other girls. Well, no, but this is the thing because we both knew that she was going to go on a holiday for a month afterwards, like two weeks afterwards. And were you in a relationship? In my, no, no, but we had just gotten like two weeks after we got official. Yeah. So, so yeah. the bond wasn't that much. And I, in my head, I was like, I don't want to be thinking about you when you're on, on holiday. Like I want to be doing my own thing and I want you to have the freedom to do your own thing. And this is does, 100% honest. And you did your own thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, anyway, so- Do we have to cut that? No. no. Okay. 30 minutes in, you know what I mean? She's not no. gonna listen to that full way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But, but um, yes, and, and for me, it was, it actually worked I hated that other girl, the, the one in that break. Yeah. Really? Yeah, she's a cunt, bro. Why? She just gave weird vibes. Did she? Yeah, she wasn't very like friendly. Yeah. Whereas the girl, the, the, the actual one, she was like lovely, you know what I she mean? She was awesome, yeah. yeah. Anyway. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. I didn't think about it one bit. Like, for, like in it's my not an head, open relationship though. Why? Because an open relationship is like, it's the shit you see on TikTok. It's like uh, the guy filming where the girl walks to the car and she's like, my husband picking me up after my date. 
Oh, that's okay. such that's, a that's different, different like, a very vibe. Different. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the girl, you know, your girl texting you like, "Oh, don't come home tonight." You're like, oh, "Why?" I'm getting my cheeks clapped. That's bro. okay. That's completely clapped. different. But in that aspect, it was it was perfect. And when we when we saw each other again, like the bond was incredible. It was like even more. By than- that point, you're bored of the other girl. You're like, I missed you. <laughs> <laughs> No, but but also because- Baz likes tall girls and he sees the one next to the other. And he's like, I know which one I like it. She was like five, six, the other one. I know. Uh, yeah. And the other one was much taller. <laughs> anyway, like I, I do think that, um, yeah, like it, it all can depends on work. It depends on the people, bro. It depends on the vibe. It depends on the circumstance. It depends on everything. What do you think about the idea of rich people getting rich and then all of a sudden just having wife swap parties for no reason? Um, I don't I, know I, why that's, I don't know why pedophilia and swapping your wives is such an elite thing to do. It's just what happens in the upper class. I think, I think I, my thought about <laughs> that- How Chris just popped in for the face. <laughs> like what? <laughs> well, my thought on that is the same on like, <laughs> um, you know, this, this stereotype that rich people like watch poor people fighting and they bet on them like fight club, underground fight clubs. Yeah, it's called boxing, bro. What do you mean? Oh no, but like underground, like fight to the death clubs. And then they bet on the rich person. Oh, they bet on the person that's going to win. I thought that was poor people. Did it, wait, did Chris that. just say, no, we don't? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think about it the same as that. It's like, if you've got too much money that that normal shit doesn't entertain you, just watching a movie ain't enough. Then- should, should we talk to Chris over the phone for like a few minutes? <laughs> Ask him what he thinks about <laughs> fighting old people. <laughs> oh, I won't be able to hear it. Oh yeah, okay, fine. I'm yeah. so fucking keen to be able to get a phone. Do you have any input to this? <laughs> He just nods in disdain. <laughs> no, he said, yes, we love fighting poor people. It's really fun. <laughs> we like watching poor people fight <laughs> to the death. <laughs> because there's one less poor person at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> Let them get a bit hungry first. Yeah, you have them fight to the death. The other wins, the other eats the other. Suddenly there's no hunger and we get entertainment. You know? <laughs> Wait, is that a euphemism? Yeah, I was about to say that too. I offer them my sausage. <laughs> Wagyu beef. <laughs> oh man. What do you think about expensive cuts in non-expensive foods? Like expensive Wagyu cuts. beef sausage. <laughs> it seems so stupid, it's right? Like what you were talking about before with like a fillet steak, by the way, the most expensive steak yeah. in a stir fry. Yeah, like filet mignon in like a fucking beef stir fry. It's like the idea of this is you make a shit cut a good cut. Like that's the whole reason yeah, why all the yeah. third world masters. It's like if you slow cooked a fillet steak. It's like it's like India, bro. I heard this Wait, fucking. What, what is it? How is it like India? Well, because most of their shit is like uh, it's almost like stews. Like the meat sits in the fucking uh, in liquid. Yeah, so they which can take advantage of the whole cow. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But I like the that. longer you keep it there, the better it is. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Which means like you can make a shitty fucking cut of uh, chicken or shitty cut of beef. It's incredible. Tastes so good through. That's why whenever I fucking meal prep, I always put the meat and the sauce at the bottom and then the rice on top so that- Flip it upside down. Well, yeah, but like throughout the week, it actually means the one, like the last one you have still tastes fucking beautiful because it's Possibly literally better. sat. Exactly, bro. There have been times when I've ate one a week later and I'm like, even chicken breast, which is notoriously the last one you want to kill yourself while you're eating it. <laughs> and it's still like, shit, this is like fucking mad flavorful because it's just been marinating in this sauce for a week. You know what I mean? Yeah, fucking marination is beautiful. Bro, I heard this thing. So uh, fucking comedians. Uh, Akash Singh, Andrew Schultz, all those boys on their uh, podcast. Schultz, he said this fucking mad interesting uh, concept, right? Because Akash got married. He's an Indian guy. He had an Indian wedding, which means obviously they had Indian food. And he's like, yo, Indian food is the best for weddings because when you have steak and fish and suddenly you're having to cook 300 steaks at the same time and have them all come out, it's always shit. Whereas 
when you have like Indian food, which- You just make it all at the same time. Yeah, and the longer it Big. sits there, the better it is. Yeah. Which means like- I didn't even think You're not that. even worrying about like, oh fuck, we have to cook, you know, 300 steaks and get well, them Indian food much. at a takeaway is just sitting there all day. And it's exactly. incredible. And it's fucking beautiful, bro. Yeah. That's why, that, that's what scares me most about Indian street food because it would just be sitting there all day like every other street food, yeah. yet it's still- Kills your insides, apparently. Bro, that's the fucking thing. I really, really, I think probably the top wedding I want to go to, because I go to a lot of Arab weddings, because I'm Arab. The top wedding What's I want to go to that's not Arab is, oh, like three or four in my life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is quite a bit. Like, how often do people that you know get married at our age? I have a big family. Like young that's 20s. Different. I got a big family too. You don't have, come on, bro. Okay. I have, I have yeah. 30 first cousins, maybe Ooh, 31. I probably have around 20. Okay, but they're not real first cousins. They're cousins you've spoken to three times. Who like? I've only got one set of cousins that I haven't spoken to very much, but the rest of them I know. And recently, I've spoken to them quite a lot. Right. Quite a lot, meaning a lot more than zero, <laughs> which is one. <laughs> <laughs> but but I really want to attend a Desi wedding. Yeah. Really, really bad because I just see the videos of it and the saris and the specifically at a Hindi or Sikh wedding. Absolutely. Just because. Not to disparage the Indian Muslim community and stuff like that, but I think just something about the fucking crazy festivities. And those are the only two I've seen. I don't know what Muslim weddings look like, but um, I've seen like Hindu weddings where they have fucking elephants and all this shit. You know what I mean? Like it's crazy, bro. Well, it's multiple days of events. Well, an interesting thing about Indian Muslims is that it's a very low percentage of Indians. I think it's 10% of Indians are Muslims. Like 20%, bro. Well, it's the second sure. biggest religion in India. Yeah, but- India has the second most amount of Muslims on the world. So India, Indonesia's first and then India's second. Yeah. Because just the population, the sheer size of India in terms of population yeah. is incredible. I mean, 20% of 1.4 billion is not a small amount. Exactly. <laughs> so it's the second most amount of Muslims on earth in yeah. a country is in, is in India, even though they've got a relatively low amount. I wonder if it's all up north. Because you know how like- Probably, yeah. Bangladesh and, uh, and Pakistan. Pakistan were, yeah. that was like- that was all Pakistan or something like that at one point. And then they split it up and like Bangladesh was like East Pakistan or something like that. But there was like some weird kind of shit going on there. I thought Pakistan was mainly Hindu, uh, Hindu but it, no, it no, is mostly, mostly yeah, yeah, mostly. I think but vastly Nepal, I think is predominant. It's like a mixture of Buddhism. It's fucking Nepal crazy. has almost no Muslims. It's mostly Hindus. Do, do Muslims not like the cold? <laughs> like the mountains? <laughs> there's a good chance that they don't. <laughs> I'm sure there's some signs behind- Do you reckon they don't have grippy enough shoes? <laughs> because living in the desert, you don't need to wear New Balance shoes. You know That's what I mean? True. You don't need some fucking hiking boots. But you need cover. That's why they're all fucking wearing hijabs and fucking dish dashes yeah. for the men. <laughs> I love that that's a word. I only dash. learned that word like a fucking five months ago. So that's, the, that's the one that the Saudi prince will wear, right? The yeah, like, exactly. the thing the with dash. the like- Not yeah. the Saudi prince, Saudis. Is that all Saudis? All fucking Saudis wear that. I think I'm only exposed to even, Saudi princes. Even non-Muslims. Even non-Muslims wear it. Really? Yeah, it's cultural. It's not religious. Yeah, because I've heard that, um, I don't know which ones these would be called, but like the, you know, like the Prince of Persia style shit, which you like have over your head, but then you like wrap around your face. It's almost like- That's more uh, to protect yourself from the sand. Yeah, well, exactly. It's like, yeah. it, it almost looks like a female hijab, but with like a, with a thing to cover your face as well. So just your yeah. eyes are like looking through. Exactly. But that's like some shit like for the second fucking sandstorm. It's like some Tom Cruise like fucking yeah, Mission Impossible It looks so shit. sick, I'm not gonna lie. Right, it's right, Arabic good. soldiers back in the day look bagged. They got like fucking horses and shit. They got the curved swords and stuff, the scimitars. Curves? Yeah, scimitars, bro. Fucking rune scimitars. Is it scimitar <laughs> or scimitar? I can't remember. Scimitar. Yeah, that's just yeah. dope, bro. Yeah. Um, Speaking of cheap cuts of meat, what that made me think about is cuts. Bad pussy? Haircuts. Do you remember back in the days when 
short on the side, long on the top. Used to be the only instructions we gave. Bro, I I got so many- How far have we gone from that? Well, I got so many bad haircuts back in the day that I like, so I went to, I went to this local place and there was just a picture of a fucking white guy on the wall. Yeah, and, and you like, just say, like him. That one. And he doesn't look anything like you. His hair's completely different to you. 35, has a beard. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> How far have we gone? Yeah. Now, we, now I say number one on the bottom, fade it to a number three. I give them exact instructions. Bro, because I'm a, I'm a fucking pale white guy. So like, I would always be so scared about skin fades. I'd be like, oh yeah, can I, so can you cut it? But like, not too short, you know what I mean? Not too short. And now I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah skin faded up, G. Like fucking, <laughs> <laughs> fucking fades are incredible, bro. Yeah, there must have been a, the rise of the fade. I reckon probably like Drake time, mid yeah mid tens, like 2015, 2016 probably is when it started up. I wonder what Drake has. I wonder if you could quantify what Drake has done to, to empower Pumper. Muslim people. Is he or well, not Muslim like Arabic people? Is he Muslim? No, but oh. every Arabic dude has the beard like Drake and the fucking. I would, I'm gonna say it's the other way around. Um, he just fit into the thing that most. No, bro. Because I don't think I got. I did not take my look. You're from different because you don't like rap. Yeah, I don't like rap. A lot of a lot of Arabic people like rap. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm. By but the way, DJ Khaled has the same look. <laughs> do you think people are copying DJ Khaled or do you think they are copying Drake, bro, the six foot two guy who fucks bitches, or the fat fucking bowling ball? I thought you. I thought you almost meant DJ Khaled is six foot two. I didn't know it was that big. Man, man, built like one of those fucking inflatable beach balls that you throw around a festival, dog. <laughs> Except he's clearly too heavy. There's no helium oh, in that motherfucker. Dude, fuck no, man. No, and by the way, for people who are offended from different parts of the world, I'm specifically talking about the Arabic Sydney man, which is a specific class of Arabic people. The fade, it's, the exact same beard. Yeah. Very, very sharp beard lines. Very structured beard, you the, know what I mean? The issue is, and, and as someone with a very structured beard They're the only people line, who get threaded. They get their eyebrows threaded and stuff like that. They put a lot of effort into presentation. Bro, Respect to them, bro. It looks so dirty. Like now in lockdown, I just fucking let it grow. But- I, I haven't let it grow, but I've let I've not really cared too much about the beard line. Sure, it's so essential. You just look like a fucking dog with rabies if you don't if you don't cut it because it goes all the way up, um, almost until your eye, maybe two inches for the Americans or around five centimeters around the size of my dick down from your eyes is where the beard will grow up to. So it just it doesn't stop fucking climbing up and up and up. So you need to have a fucking line yeah. where you just continuously shave it to that point. And it sucks as well because like certain people. You're right, they absolutely need it. Cause some people are like crazy hairy, like the yeah. thickness of their chin up underneath their eyes. But when you have it too sharp, it does look like you've tried to have it too sharp. And it looks like- I would almost... rather that than I'd rather have like a, a crazy beard. No, you're right. But it's funny Feral that it, beard. It, it almost, cause like there's great beard genetics in like Arabic people, but it's like, you almost want that look that like, it's grown out, but you haven't perfectly styled it. Do you know what I'm saying? And it's almost impossible for a lot of them because like, it's just this ge the genetics are too strong. <laughs> like, Yeah, fuck. <laughs> you I'm, shave I'm, it off and the next day you've got a fucking five centimeter beard. It's like, what's going on? Yeah, it, it's so strange because Arabs are like, I mean, all Mediterranean is sort of like this. Even like Greek people and Italian people, you'll see it as well, where we have strong beard genetics and usually very hairy all over. I'm pretty lucky in that I'm actually relatively not hairy. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if that's lucky or not, but you know, I've never even considered shaving my arms or fucking my legs or anything like that, which I know a lot of people like in my extended family that do it pretty often. Bro, I know a lot of, you're right, Mediterranean people who get like their backs lasered. Mostly Greeks, actually. More Greek than I know than, than Arabs. It's because the Greeks like wearing Speedos. 
Because they're like so much more liberal, so much more developed. They're at that stage where they just wear speedos. Do you reckon it's, do you reckon it's a, I, I've heard people say this thing. I've heard Schultz say this thing where it's like uh, all these cultures in Europe, they've almost like, they've stopped trying to be the the economic hubs of the world and the fucking the powers of the world, yeah. like Greek and Italy and stuff. And obviously there's a lot of uh, financial they trouble. give it up. <laughs> no, but do you think it's a point where like, when you've been the leaders of the world for so much, so many years, you kind of realize that the, the capitalist materialist like plight is not one that ends in happiness. And they realize like, no, it's really more fun if you have a break at 4 p.m. and come back at eight and you drink Siestas wine with every fucking drink. amazing. What? I wish we could take the siesta concept from the Spanish. What's I've the heard, siesta concept? Well, I, well, I've heard that in Spain, it's very, very common for, for shops to be open, say like a restaurant, like the cafe is open from nine to 11 to coffee, to cater for breakfast or maybe eight o'clock to 11 to cater for breakfast and coffee. And then they just won't be open from 11 to 12 because the owner will be having a siesta. And then 12 to two, they'll cater for lunch between two to seven until dinner time. They'll also just be closed. And then, and then seven, they'll reopen for dinner and they'll just have naps in between. And it's just, it's, it's, rude almost for you to come at 11.30 in an uncommon time because the owner wants to have a rest. I don't want to be working all day. I want to be having my, like work is just something I do fleeting. It's just between my day. It's not my whole day. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like imagine if we, imagine if we find out that like, no, no, this is the way that you have the happiest life. You know what I mean? It's not like the grind well, until well, the you're eight years old. The happiest index in Venezuela is significantly higher than the happiness index in USA. Wait, what? Yeah. This is a fucking... I can't believe this was a huge you, thing a I couple mean, of years ago. I mean, not to not to say that communism is fake, but do you think there's a chance that the government might be bringing those numbers? You know, like some old school Russian shit. No, I don't think the government I'll, is. I'll have I'll, I'll, people are very happy. <laughs> Ask this man. I don't. <laughs> I don't think the government is 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 capable enough to to do that. The government is extraordinarily poor. I think, yeah, I know, but I think no. Well, they weren't though. They have like some of the largest. Uh, it's all privatized. All the oil fields. No, it only just became privatized, which is better for it. Yeah, it was public. It was public for so long, and they would just like the reason why the Saudis are so efficient at extracting oil is because they private they they allow people to come in and they're yeah, allowed yeah. to use like capitalism in order to. Build. And it's a mix. It's like a mix between private and state owned. Yeah, bro. Fucking uh, the the Venezuelans up until relatively recently were all state owned, so they have the biggest. I'm pretty sure Venezuela has the biggest oil resources in the world. Yet they're they re- it was the most inefficient in the world. Like, really? yeah, they they was well not in the world obviously, but like they got really rough crude though. I remember doing um a lot of research into oil and um Venezuelan oil. Un- it's so unfortunate. Like mm-hmm. they've got so much bloody oil, yeah. but it's very very crude, so it requires really really high end extraction process, and they've got so much fucking government problems. Well, exactly. And it was all public for so long until I think the last like maybe two or three years where they're starting to let people come in because the US uh, put sanctions on Venezuela as well. So they weren't even able to have, I think Chevron and a bunch of other companies like that came in and started um started drilling with uh, with approval. But the thing is when you just leave it up to governments, it's like, um, it's like public farms in Russia. Like they had these things where it's like, okay, the people own the farm, people meaning the government, mm-hmm. but we're just going to allow people to be farmers rather than like some big fucking farm owns it all. But then as a result, the, the, the Russians killed like a lot of the farmers because it's a lot of the middle class who are kind of trying to revolt against communism. And then suddenly you have people who don't know how to do it, trying to do it. And it just becomes inefficient and fucking dies out. And that was happening with public owned oil fields in Venezuela because like 
it's, you don't have enough outside influence in order to advance technology. And yeah. the Saudis are uh, processing oil like that. Yeah. And Venezuelans are just like, kind of run well, it through a sift. What it's do we really, do? really sad. It reminds me of the Middle East during the Industrial Re- Revolution. So from 1700 to 1900, the Western world is developing trains, electricity, powerhouses, factories, and the Middle East is just fucking, it's just not doing any of it. And so they're just yeah. going further and further behind while every other economy is just fucking exponentially increasing. Which is crazy because- you get stuck es- behind. Especially the Middle East, like near the Arabic Peninsula. So like once you go into the deserts of Saudi, it's a bit different, but like, especially along Saudi, that was, they were big players throughout history. Yeah. Like uh, people think of the Middle East as like these third world countries, but you look at some of the architecture throughout the years, like, because yeah. there's so much, Asia, the Middle East and Europe, there was such a big interaction, even though there's such a huge diff- like distance there, that all of them uh, transferred, you know, like they were able to build crazy technologies throughout the years and stuff like that. And like yeah. the Middle East, like uh, fucking, I forget which guy did it, uh, but one of the Roman emperors moved Rome, the capital of Rome, to fucking uh, Constantinople, which is Istanbul Istanbul now. now. And that turned into like, I think it was the, wasn't the Babylonian, it was- uh, Ottoman? No, no, no. It was a different name before that, but yeah, it's one of those fucking names. Who knows? But um, essentially, yeah, like that—that that became the capital of fucking Rome for some reason. You yeah. know what I mean? And then probably and the capital did, of the world. Yeah, exactly, bro. Yeah, I want to go to Turkey so bad, bro. Are we going to speak about what's happening in Afghanistan, or is that too heavy? We can talk about it. Well, this is the thing. It's extraordinarily sad. So, uh, for future listeners, we, the update is now Taliban has taken over the whole of Afghanistan except for a tiny, tiny areas in in Kabul, the capital city, which they haven't managed to take yet. But they've massively taken it over, and there's huge suffering and. All the um, all the government Afghanis, the ones that was working for the government, are trying to escape and get refugee status somewhere. Bro, there's videos of people trying to hold onto the wheels of planes yeah. in order to like fly away. Well, you know why? There was a meme where it showed the fucking um, it showed the Tom Cruise thing where he's holding onto the plane door, <laughs> and it's like what the Afghani people think will happen. <laughs> well, well, for them, I, I really sympathize with them because yeah. they're like, you know, we've been helping the Americans this whole time. They know that we've been helping the Americans. I would rather they take the chance of possibly surviving and maybe they'll let us in than definitely dying if I stay here. Bro, that's, my my brain is wired for like survival because my head is like, there's no such thing as strong ethics in my brain right now. And that's probably like the, the fucking growing up in a safe country where like you don't have to take a stand for things based on moral belief. But in my head, I'd just be fucking waving the Taliban flag, being like, "Yeah, no, come in, brothers." Absolutely, bro. You got to, you got to survive. I'm like, "Fuck that, bro. Yeah. I don't care it's about." It's like the Spanish Inquisition, where they forced everyone to be Christian. I'm Christian, bro. Jesus Christ, legit, hell yeah. dog. I, I wonder. Do you reckon the Taliban have more fundamentalist beliefs? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it. I don't know enough. That's the thing. I'll, I'll, I'll preface this by saying I do not know enough. Aside from people associating the Taliban with Osama bin Laden and Al Qaeda, which obviously they're different things, right? Like yeah. the Taliban were already a tribe of Islamic people, and then the the I think the Americans trained them to fight uh, the Russians in the Cold War. And that's Al Qaeda. No, no, no Al Qaeda is a terrorist organization. I don't know enough. Yeah, the Taliban yeah. was the group of people, and Al Qaeda was that. But like there were links between the two, obviously, uh, yeah. where they were saying that. But well, another thing is that you know, there's a very, very famous Arabic saying, yeah. which is in English. It's well, we don't worry. <laughs> well, it's it's that Al, it's that Afghanistan is sort of it's it's known as the graveyard of the Middle, Middle East because it's in such a key location. It's always been a slaughterhouse. 
yeah. because your borders with Pakistan, your borders with, with China, you're bordering like Kazakhstan or Kyrgyzstan, I'm not sure which one, but it leads to Russia. Yeah. And then it borders the Western world, which which leads to Western Europe. It's right next to India. It is like, such like a key- It literally- Yeah, after Pakistan, Pakistan India. lies yeah. into India. Yeah. Also, Mongolia is not that far up. And it, the it Mongols fucked a, Afghanistan. It's such a key location. <laughs> it's always been a fucking slaughterhouse. I wonder, is it a key location purely geographically or is there yeah. any like value? I mean, yeah, well, aside from it's opium- rich in natural resources. Oil? Extraordinary, not not oil, oil like oil, um, metals, okay, but yeah. it's it's and gold as well. It's extraordinary and and diamonds. All the biggest diamonds in the world that were found in either Africa or in fucking in Af- Afghanistan. Yeah. It's so rich in natural resources, but it's a slaughterhouse. It's always being taken over by either U.S. or Russia or or Pakistan. It's always being taken over because of how strategic the location is. Do you think is it better to because something like that, a country like that, like let's say uh, a country kind of in a central location in Africa where like there's a lot of natural resources like diamonds and stuff like that. That's also always going to be a target for people. Yeah. Do you think it's almost better to have, let's say the US colonized Afghanistan in 2021. This is now part of the US, like Hawaii and stuff like that. And let's say you had your your social cultures and stuff like that kind of almost degraded through time, but there was more safety. Do you think an Afghani would rather have their way of life and also have this history of just getting fucked constantly? Or would they rather see their culture like get more westernized, but there's a bit more stability with like, you know, a big power saying like, this isn't just a place we're occupying, this is ours. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's It's so fucked because it's really sad. Cultural, from a cultural perspective, like a lot of times that's all you've got. Yeah, you've got your culture passing down from your people to the next people. So a lot of times, dying for your dying for your beliefs and your culture is like a fucking very noble and worthwhile cause. Yeah, I think just because I, I there's no culture thing that I identify with so much that I'd be willing to die for it. Like, do you okay? I'm 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 gonna preface this by saying that I'm taking this from a TikTok that I saw. Okay, but do you remember? Okay, okay. Here's a better question: Would you die for your country? Do you remember when that was enough? The US and Australia could literally be like, serve for your country. And, yeah. that, and that was enough for people to sign up. Go on an adventure, serve for your country, help bro, your people. World War One. if you didn't go and fight for your country, you were looked at as a bitch. Bro. Like you were looked at as bro. a pussy, bro. Literally. And, and, then, and then now it's just such, it's like, no, I'm not going to serve for my country and well, fight someone else's agenda. Yeah. If I want to do that, that's because that's what I want to do. I think not the, because I'm not doing it for the country. I think the Vietnam War ruined, like, so there was already, uh, I think even in the second world war, which was, so First World War ended like 1919, right? Yep. And then the Second World War started 39. Yep. So, you know, decent fucking whack of time in between. But even that, there were less people wanting to join. I think because maybe you were able to have correspondence or there was some understanding, like people maybe could talk to their fathers or their other people who served in the First World and they saw the difference in the men that came back. Because yep. you got to think, what, we're, what, what modern soldiers face today is nothing compared to trench warfare where you're sitting in mud you're seeing people's like feet rot while while they're still it's alive. Scary, bro. You know what I mean? Like bodies. War, war is scary. Yeah, I don't want to fucking be. When you war. think about that, like there might be someone's body who gets mangled on the barbed wire in front of the trench, which you can't move because there's snipers pinning you um, down there. And, and, and you that's just, the guy you had lunch with yesterday, by the way. You have to smell the smell of his rotting body as yeah. it starts to. You can't take right him down. There. Like that shit's fucked, and it really fucked up people. That like. World War One was meant to have like dramatic effects. So even through that, there was less people. But then the Vietnam War came and there was direct 
coverage. We had reporters in Vietnam telling us what was happening. And it got to the point where, you know, with Agent Orange, we're gassing the fucking rainforests because the, the Vietnamese people are engaging in guerrilla warfare. And you start thinking to yourself like, yo, we're in their country. They're yeah. not the bad guys here. And suddenly people came back. Uh, K-San, the song, I forget who they're by. It's like a famous band in Australia. But it was a song essentially like, when the people came back from Vietnam, they were spat on by the people. And, and I don't think the US soldiers that were serving knew that there was this huge liberal movement in America. And suddenly they yeah. went home and everyone was like fucking spitting at them. Well, they didn't want to be associated with the military. What's cra- think it, like America's even a different story because even now the, the military have like, there's still a deep respect in a lot of states for the military. Yeah. Australia, I wonder if it was Vietnam that did it. Um, 56. I wonder if it was Vietnam that did it, but like- we don't look at the military the same. Yeah. And like, you know, no no disrespect to people who are serving in the military, like, you know, good on you and shit. But like in Australia, there is not this fucking, oh, you're serving your country shit. It's like, yo, you're in another country. You know what I mean? Like you're out yeah. there doing some shit. And it's fucked because like people talk about, like there's a lot of Americans who say, yeah, but without the American war machine, none of you would be free to do what you do. And I think it's easy in like Australia and like a lot, maybe England or something like that. To say it's like, easier to cap. say now that when, like, you know, a week after them or a month after the fucking US pulls out of Afghanistan, it's now taken over by Taliban. After 20 years of them being there, stopping that from happening. Now it's kind of fair enough to be like, okay, now I get why you were there. And now I get what you guys yeah. were spending all that money on. But it's at the end of the day, I'm not sure if it's your responsibility or if it's even, it's even like, if you're even welcome to, to help someone else through their problem. At the end of the day- also. At the at the end of the day, let's say the Af- uh, let's say the Afghani people wanted the Taliban for some reason, right? And I'm not saying that this is the case, but let's say they did. The Americans aren't going to let that happen. Yeah, they that's their enemy, and maybe yeah. the Afghani people fucking hate Americans. Like, wasn't the whole idea that Osama bin Laden's family members got affected, maybe, or like I'm not sure. Something? I'm not sure. He was from Kuwait, right? Or was he Who? Osama? I have no idea. I have no idea. All I know is that there's very few people that are from Kuwait. Like being because it's such a tiny country like what yeah, are the yeah, odds yeah. that your family's from there yeah but he came from which family but anyway like the reality is you can t- war radicalizes people yeah if you see your family get bombed in the name of freedom and you see these fucking american soldiers walking around thinking they're the, the top yeah. dogs while they're like you're seeing people suffer it's not fun at the end of the day there is a part of you where it's like that's gonna build resentment and there are gonna be people who do not think that they're causing terror attacks they're thinking they're fighting for their people you know what i'm saying like, which it's it's the whole idea of postmodernism. There's no such thing as truth, and there's no there's such only thing as people's good, perspectives. good and bad side. Exactly, bruv. Like it's everyone thinks that they're doing. If the right Germany thing. won World War Two, the Holocaust would have been a just a just thing. Yeah, which is fucked. That's crazy. That if they won and they took over Europe, Europe would have seen it as such, and they would have seen the Jewish people as these horrible, you know, fucking people. But it's like, I mean, thank God they fucking lost because it's crazy. Like. People don't realize it was 6 million Jews. I think it was 10 million total with like uh, fucking Arabic and uh, and gypsy people and like people who were, you know, uh, mentally retired. Mentally retired, is that the word? I don't think they got, uh, did you say Arabic? Did they also target Arabic? I, I might be confusing. A lot of gypsy people come from gypsy, like India and, and gay Egypt people, and stuff musicians like even. It was just anything that was artsy. Yeah. <laughs> anything that was not... Well, I don't know, a banker or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they oh, got yeah, a lot actually, of bankers. No, probably the bankers. They got a lot well, of bankers, yeah. ass. <laughs> that was probably what started it. I think Goldman and Goldman shut down right after that. <laughs> but it's so fucked. Like people being persecuted for like, they believe, ah, it's crazy. That's what's fucked about like with the Taliban because you, you just don't know how they're going to run it. You know what I mean? 
Is it going to be full persecution for a lot of like the people who want to experience? It comes down to wait, watch what happens. And didn't you didn't you see uh, they released a press? They released something about like a woman who's unfaithful will be given uh like fifty lashes or something like that, like some proper old school barbaric shit. Yeah, I I, I saw the thing where they're not going to allow women to go without a that uh what's it called like a supervisor or something like that. Which in one in one of my hands I was like, firstly like fuck that's fucked. But secondly, if I w- if it was my girlfriend, I would not want her to be out without me there in Afghanistan. Yeah, but it's, it's like, not about the want; yeah, it's exactly. about the inability. Yeah, it's the, about the inability. But if I'm honest, I would probably want the same. Yeah, I, I don't know. But I, it's it's a big difference between you helping someone out and like being there for someone and you forcing them to do something. Yeah, I I think I've got I got too many like female people I care about in my life where I'm like, nah, it's disrespectful. Absolutely, bro. Like, go fuck yourself. Like, what Absolutely. You, that's why, like, bro, literally just me going to an Arab country. Like, obviously I want to go to because I'm really interested in the Middle East. But, like, the idea that if I kissed my girl in Dubai that there'd be issues. It's not about issues. It's just a different culture. Yeah, I know, but that doesn't matter. Like, But it's, it's about respecting the culture. Okay, but the, if the so culture- Are you going to eat pork in-, in Are you going to bring pork with you to Indonesia? And just eat it in front of everyone. Can you remember when Putin, like when Putin's minister yeah. said, like, "Oh, we should have the pork." And we then should, Putin's it's like, "What to Indonesia?" Putin's like, "They don't eat pork in Indonesia," and he's like, "Oh, um, yes." Oh, <laughs> Putin's just lying like this fucking idiot. Bro, the intern or the fucking whoever did the research yeah. for the project. Oh, he's just got fired. So, no, bad. Uh, but it's about like certain cultures. Like, I do not respect the culture that's fucking. I, I do not respect parts of a culture which is stupid, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like what? So, like, I. I the pork thing, I don't really care. Like it is what it is. You know what I mean? I'll eat beef. That's fine. But like the idea, like if I went to a place and my girl couldn't drive because of that place's thing, I'm like, well, that's it's a pretty stupid fucked. fucking thing. Yeah, it's pretty fucked. It's like, and but, at the but same I, time- But, I, but do you, uh, the whole idea of respecting another culture, like surely you've got to do that. If, you go to, if you're going to a different culture, a different country, it's your job to adapt to it. If, whether you agree with it or not, like you're going to their country. Uh, I, I think that's silly. Because if that's the case, then no, nothing would ever change. Well, well, it's not up to you to change it. That's fine. And but, it, and why are you? But if saying their that if wrong? their culture is that women are second class citizens, it's, no, no, no. If it's not that, it's but just, if it is that, it's just around here we don't we really around here we don't respect women. No, no. Around here we don't respect um, public effects uh, displays of affection. That it's just not what our culture is, and and having it is not necessarily good. It's just different. No, but the difference is the repercussions for it. Yeah, but it's oh, no, there's no legal. You're not going to be thrown in jail. I you're, thought you, you could actually get like in trouble for it. You, uh, you'll get in trouble if you have sex in public or something like that. But essentially, that like you, you can be kicked out of a mall if you're if you're sitting there kissing your girlfriend like in front of. In, in can't you like not hold her hand and shit like? You that? can hold her hand. Yeah, absolutely, you can hold her hand. Right. Especially because UAE is so bloody tourism. Like it's such a tourism. Let's hub. say you don't go. Let's say you go Saudi. Like what's yep. the capital of Saudi? Uh, Riyadh. So you go there. Can yep. you do it there? I've never been to Riyadh. I've never been. Do you know they only recently started allowing tourism? Really? Yeah, they didn't. They didn't have a visa option for Western countries until like three or four years ago. Can you get? Uh, can you get a Jordanian passport? Jordanian? Yeah. Um, I think relatively easily because it's a very, Jordan is a very strange country because it's bordering so many. I don't want to say fucked countries, but like it borders um, Syria, borders Palestine, borders. Um, what else does it border again? Like Syria, Palestine, the other one? on the top, Egypt. What's the other one next to the, what's the other one to? I don't know what you're talking about, but, but, <laughs> but the there's, there's Egypt on the bottom, obviously yeah. a lot of refugees coming from there. Yeah. Uh, Syria on the right, obviously a lot of refugees, bloody um, Lebanon from the top, Palestine on the left. Like it's surrounded with countries where people are trying to escape. Yeah. So it's a country full of people 
doing relatively well. There's just well. a no-nonsense government in Saudi where like- No, no, but yeah, well, the whole idea <laughs> Try is come that, here, bro. Yeah, well, the whole idea that people are there because it's the safest place to be. So very few people are from Jordan. Yeah. It's just a country full of immigrants. And they've got the coolest thing. What do they have? That's your bro. It's just so cool. Petra's amazing, man. It is a, it is a true wonder. I, I really recommend everyone to go visit it. It's spectacular. Shit yeah. like that. Shit like that makes you realize how crazy, like, like the feats of, like the, the beauty of what humans can create. Yeah. With very little technology. Bro, it's wild. With a, with a hammer and a chisel. That's it. Maybe it's, a rock. Oh, it's so fucking cool, man. It makes me miss travel so bad. Yeah, I miss travel so much, man. That's why, like, to me, when I think about the Great Wall of China, like, respect and shit, because you, like, built it. But when was time, it built? Uh, who fucking knows? But it's a wall, isn't it? Yeah. But it's a very, very big wall. Sure. It's not very big in height. But length. Sure. You can see it from space. You can't. That's a myth. It's a myth? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> there was an interview with an astronaut. It's like, every astronaut has tried. Oh. <laughs> great marketing because everyone believes it i wonder if you could easily see the earth and like determine which country was which from space or if it just looked like a big cluster of green i think you could well because a world map does not I'm, I'm sure a world map doesn't look like what a, and, and i wonder if like you know you have blue skies in a country well you're looking at a very a relatively tiny space of the sky but from, I wonder if you could, if there's ever a blue sky day from, from space. Yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. What you're where saying you can just clearly it. look at, okay, that's where China is. And remember, on the earth, there's no fucking borderlines. I think big countries, I think if you gave me a map, I could, ooh, that'd be an interesting one. A map without borders. I think if you gave me a map without borders, every big country I could do. But you won't know where China turns into Mongolia, where Mongolia turns into Pakistan. Or like, you know, where it uh, separates. I think I could have an idea. I think I could have an idea, like, let, let's say you say plus or minus a country. So if you chose, let's say you chose like, like here's Mongolia. I'm just using hands for people listening. Here's Mongolia and you choose here and it's Russia. You'd be like, okay, it's pretty close. Yeah. Like I, I'm, I'm not like, but once you start going to like countries in the Balkans, like Serbia or fucking... Croatia, like I won't, I'll have no fucking Good idea luck. exactly. Good fucking luck. But with the big ones, with the big Euros, with the big Asian countries, I can name where Bhutan is, bro. Thanks, hey, GeoGuessr. Can you? I can name where fucking Andorra is. I have <laughs> Bhutan and Andorra. Yo, the shout out to Andorra, bro. Shout out to GeoGuessr. That was a good the game. First ever tinge of milk bucket. Yeah. First ever video. I would like to go back and listen to that one. Bro, oh, we maybe should, we can do a remember. One day project. we should release the episode where Aaron raged. Yeah. <laughs> do we have the recording on that? Oh, I don't know. I don't even know. I, the thing is, I had to wipe my computer, but yeah. I think I must have put it on. And a, I always delete it because I only have like 256 gigs. I think I must have put it on a hard drive when I deleted my computer because there's no way I just deleted that. All right, boys. I think we're going to end it off here. I'm not sure where it ended, but my, my computer's as I was just speaking about that is dangerously low space. No, it's an hour and seven. We did it. Oh, beauty boys. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, what's the secret word we're going to use? Uh, Afghanistan. Love and hope you guys stay in our height. <laughs> Either Afghanistan or Taliban. Find a, find a way to put that find in. Find a way pockets. to use them both. <laughs> Afghanistan was raped and pillaged by the Taliban. Fuck it out. Shit, that rhymes. <laughs> Yo, is anyway, that a new boys. Eminem vibe? Yeah. <laughs> 
Anyway, boys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, make sure you join the Discord. Link's in the bio. Link's in the bio, baby. Make yeah, sure you boys. like and subscribe. Hit the bell notification icon. We got a video probably coming out next week, which was uh, Two Lies and One Truth with the Buckets. Me, Baz, and Aaron, we all told three stories and the Buckets had to figure out which one was a lie. There was a few spicy moments, so make sure you hit that up next week. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the Instagram, the TikTok. Give us a five-star review on uh, on Google and Apple Podcasts. We actually got a few more. I reckon let, next episode, let's read out the fucking things. Hell yeah, bro. We were talking about that last the week reviews. before we completely forgot. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. So, so if you want to get read out and get a shout out, make sure you go fucking review us now. Cheers, boys. Anyway, have a good one, lads. See ya. See you next week. See ya.